0: Want to make 2017 your best year ever? Then let me be your teacher, your mentor. I've prepared special courses and webinars for you that will help you succeed and to give you access directly to me. Go to mojouniversity.com and sign up today. You have nothing to lose. Try me for 30 days and if you aren't satisfied, I guarantee you a full refund, no questions asked. Don't go it alone. Let me be your guide at mojouniversity.com. Be successful today. Welcome, everyone, to the Manager Mojo Show. Steve Caldwell here, and I'm thrilled to introduce my special guests today. I actually have two guests. Uh, They are the authors uh, or co-authors of the book, Big Book of Dashboards. I have Steve Wexler with me and Andy Cotgreave. Not on our interview today is also co-author Jeffrey Schaefer but uh, let's talk about Steve for just a moment. Steve Wexler is the founder and principal of Data Revelations, uh, training, consulting, and development practice that is devoted to helping organizations understand, analyze, and share their data. He's worked with a lot of large companies and consulting firms. Andy Cottgreave is a technical evangelist at Tableau uh, Software, and his role is to help people see and understand data He speaks at conferences globally uh, and as well as writes a column for Computer World, Living with Data, as well as maintaining his own blog, uh, GravyAnecdote.com. So, uh, Steve and Andy, welcome to the Manager Mojo Show. Thank you. Thanks for having
1: us. Great to
0: be here. Well, I'm glad to have both of you here, and uh, I want to just prep our listeners with the fact that uh, normally, uh, as my listeners know, I interview just one author of a book. But this is a fascinating topic to me, and uh, it's very appropriate to uh, the managers and leaders of companies, because I have uh, thought for some time that people really and truly don't understand how to look at data. And the Big Book of Dashboards is a book about how to visualize your data using real-world business scenarios. So, Steve, uh, I'm going to start with you, and if you don't mind, uh, share with our listeners what prompted you guys to actually put this book together, and what was your main goal for doing that?
2: Um, What prompted it was there seemed to be a, a crying need for it, and I'm sure any author responds in the same way and says, well, there's no book that seems to be addressing this thing or that there seems to be a gap. But um, all three of us have a lot of experience with trying to get a handle on a great way to get people to understand the data by visualizing it. And I've had clients who would ask, "And gee, we're trying to do this and we have this process and it takes months, maybe with this new tool we can reduce it down to a day or two. But that's usually an opportunity to say, well, yeah, we can reduce the amount of time, but there may be a much better way to see what's going on in your data than emulating this thing that you created 20 years ago using this balanced scorecard effect. So the, the realize that all these different businesses would have particular predicaments. We call them scenarios. Uh, It might be a company which is trying to better get a handle on a subscriber churn, how many new customers are coming in, and sadly, how many customers they might be losing. Why are we losing a bunch of customers in a certain area? So these predicaments or these scenarios, and then come up with a really compelling collection of visualizations. It might be one, it might be several that work in tandem to show this off. Now, there are some other there are some wonderful books about data visualization out there, and we recommend a, a, several of them in our book. but really only one other that uh, takes to task a business dashboard, and that one um, it, great book, but it doesn't have nearly as many different scenarios and different predicaments uh, that we have in ours.
0: Well, that's for sure i can uh, I can absolutely testify to that. I've never seen so many different examples of different ways uh, to actually demonstrate the data that's a part of the business. and it's quite interesting because it's a much deeper topic than even I understood because, I mean, I I admit to my listeners uh, occasionally that I actually had a mathematics degree, and so I kind of like data and and detail. And if you're in management leadership, you're probably not supposed to like that a lot. But uh, the simple fact (laughs) is that I I find that we often lead others and manage from a position of darkness. We don't really understand what our numbers are. And I I find that to be very irritating, and, and I think that it's primarily because so many leaders uh, don't really understand what data to ask for. So Andy, I know that you write a blog about using data all the time, so t- t- share with our listeners what you found out uh, about my statement. Is that a fair statement or is uh, do you find similar scenarios in the work that you guys do?
1: Oh, I, I think it's an absolutely fair statement. I think, you know, when I speak to a lot of customers and, and readers of our book and people in the field, they they, sometimes they end up in situations where they're practicing with the data, and you know, you know. So along the sort of the non-management level, they're immersed in the data and they're trying to communicate stuff up to their bosses, but they're maybe not doing it in a way that the managers can actually get that information and then take decisions from it. And so, the, you know, for, uh, on one level, this is a book for those analysts to learn to communicate or to consider different ways of communicating that data to the management, so in a way of managing upwards. But also, it's a a way to help managers as well, because, you know, there is is good decisions. Good decisions are part of reality, and Steve, Jeff, and I wouldn't advocate making a decision 100% purely on the data that you have in your business. You know, there's always a little bit of intuition and wisdom involved, but managers, we do also see all the time, they recognize that they need to bring data into their organization and you know, we see it time and time again that companies and organizations that are making decisions driven by and informed by data are are making much better advances. Um, And the thing that's interesting, when I sort of consider the the fear of getting involved with data, people, you know, everyone's heard the big data bandwagon for the last five or six years, but this applies to big or small data, right? You know, whether it's a 200-row spreadsheet or a 5 petabyte Google BigQuery database, it can still be aggregated and insights and questions can be, or insights can be discovered and questions can be answered in really compelling ways uh, as we try and illustrate throughout the book.
0: Well, uh, you, you do a phenomenal job of illustrating in the book. Uh, listeners, uh, you got to get a copy of this because I can't really describe it uh, very well with words, uh, but there are so many charts and so many... Uh, really uh, very uh, good pictures about how the data is presented. They're in color. Uh, It's certainly not the old Excel spreadsheet type analysis. (laughs) And uh, I I really, really uh, have enjoyed uh, reading the book and looking through all of the different examples. Now, Steve, I know that uh, you did some work for Microsoft and Deloitte, and uh, you probably dealt with uh, leaders all the time that, that really they they only they thought data was just an Excel spreadsheet. So how did how did you actually uh, what transition did you have to make with people to begin to to really value their data?
2: Um, it, it really isn't terribly difficult if you can somehow make the visualization. Meaningful to the person who's looking at it, and Andy knows I'm, I'm I'm a big advocate of trying to insinuate the the viewer into the visualization as much as possible. They get excited about the data because they see where they are, where their department is, where their district is, where their store is compared to others. So in in throughout the book, we would think, how is this going to help the person who's going to be looking at this thing? Um, better understand the information so that they can make better decisions, so they could be better business leaders and so forth. So w- with that in mind, it wasn't that difficult to get people excited when somehow they could say, oh, I get this. This pertains to me. I see myself in this, whether it may be li- literally be a, a, a dot or a bar, um, that shows their store, their district, their area, their division versus competitors or other divisions or, or something else that could resonate and have meaning and It's one thing to just see a number amongst ten thousand other numbers, but when you see that's me and it, it pictured in some way that's meaningful um, uh, and and compare it to some in some type of landscape, people get excited
1: about it
0: uh, absolutely they yeah, do. And, uh and you guys and that, did go ahead andy uh you want to add something yeah sorry
1: Steve. i was just going to say one of the things that uh really transitioned for me or made got me into this whole field is the move from excel you know it, as people think about how uh, they create a chart in excel for most people the experience is they press a button and a chart appears and it might be what it the they wanted but it's probably not quite the what the, it's not quite answering what they expected but changing a chart in Excel is so hard they never get to the second question and that is that's like 20, 30 years of Excel and you know it's amazing that you can make line charts in Excel but it's uh, so frustrating that you can't then progress to the different, the next question uh, and I think what we try and show in the book and you know what I've learned uh, working with Tableau and you know, working in the field for now over 10 years is Just take a line chart, take a time series, right? You can visualize that in so many different ways. Uh, So instead of a line chart, you could be doing a cycle plot or a heat map or a trend map or just different ways that show the same data but reveal completely different insights. And for me, helping people see that what they thought is boring data and can only be visualized in one particular way, making them see that actually, you know, you can manipulate this data like putty in your hands, to reveal the story that is relevant or to reveal the answers that are relevant to your question is a really powerful message um, you know, that, that's, that's
0: what's made me driven for the last uh, 10 years. Well, I think it's uh, it, it definitely is like light years beyond Excel. I mean, uh, for a guy that, uh, that, oh my gosh, I, I, I have had a many a day where I wanted to I break my computer because of Excel, uh, <laughs> j- just a pain uh but you guys let, did let, something let, 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 no, by, by the way there's
2: something you can do a lot of the stuff that's in the book you can do this stuff yeah. in excel yeah you you know, can. the book is the book is is tool agnostic it's if you have this situation here's a really great way to show it so people go oh my god now i see it and before <laughs> i didn't so you can do it in excel you can do it certainly do it in tableau you know the the um, myself, Andy, of course, and Jeff are, are, are highly fluent in that tool, and you can do it in a variety of other tools. As well, so don't don't. Yes, we all have a love-hate relationship with Excel, but a lot of these things can, in fact, be done in
0: Excel. Okay, well, I'm just uh, sharing my my bias, which is I have a a hate-hate relationship at times <laughs> with, Fair with Excel. Fair enough. So uh, I'm I'm just going to lay it out there, and I, I do everything that I can to avoid it now because there are so many other good tools that I find to be easier to use. Now you guys did something in the book that I, that I want to make sure leaders understand. That's why I want them to have a copy of this to use as a resource. Uh, your, the way you laid it out, I think was brilliant because in throughout the book, uh, listeners, here's what they did. They gave you a big picture scenario. They gave you specifics related scenarios. They showed how people use the dashboard and then they tell you why it works. And, it, it was just it, I, I've never seen that kind of layout for this type uh, of analysis. So uh, I don't care which one you an- answers this, but uh, what what gave you guys the idea for this? Was this just experience in the real world, or wh- what was the, the the knowledge behind that? Well, for me,
1: uh, I I Steve, Steve and Jeff approached me to join them on this on this as a writing project, and. I, I mean, it was Steve's idea to do the scenarios, I believe, first, but I was always really taken this, by this because every time I've tried to read a book about something that's technical, I mean, that data is technical, but dashboards are non-technical, you know, they're just they're, they're monitoring screened. Um, all the other books seem to be about how to build a dashboard, right? And I've never, I've never sat down with a book alongside a computer and followed step-by-step instructions from a book. I'd rather just get immersed in a tool. So the, the sort of how-to approach of technical books has always left me a bit cold. Uh, so I found the idea of scenarios really exciting because it, it gave us an opportunity to go and source some incredible uh, pieces of work from various different industries, from healthcare, retail, sports, uh, and get sort of real tested examples and then dissect them. Uh, and work with those authors to, that, to then share those results. And I don't know if you've noticed, one of the other sections that spun in most of the chapters is that the three of us also add our own commentary on each of these dashboards. Because yes, you do. <laughs> believe me, there were many heated debates about the rights and wrongs of many of the charts, uh, you know, because no dashboard is ever perfect, no dashboard is ever finished. So we try to get all, capture that in the, in the scenarios as well as the why it works.
0: Well, uh, uh, well done, and I'm glad that you guys took the approach that you did. Uh, uh, By my count, uh, there are at least 29 uh, different scenarios, uh, and there's so many alternative ways to use it that I can't even imagine a way that uh, a business that you couldn't find something that would be of value in here. Uh, so very, very fascinating to me. I can see it being used as a resource for people for a long time, because what it does is it gives ideas to people. And yeah. uh, sometimes that's what we need, is somebody to prompt us, an I- uh, to give us an idea so we can tell you what we would like to see.
2: Steve, that's about a, a perfect way to to, to to look at it and review it. And in fact, one of the dashboards that's in the book, and it's um, one of my favorites, it's, uh, agency utilization dashboard, came about kind of late in the process when I was working with a client and showed them other dashboards that were in the book and said, oh, you know, you kind of have this situation here. Um, and even though what you're doing has nothing to do with monitoring complaints from consumers, let's look at that dashboard because there's something in there that's really valuable. Let's take something from there. Let's steal that idea. And then here's this other thing from this other completely unrelated industry and scenario, but there's, look how they handle this. You have a similar type of thing. So kind of um, getting ideas and snippets from these different things and and collecting them and putting them into something which is um, uh, harmonized for this particular business need. It was exciting to actually use the book uh, and see it in practice that
0: way. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, I I can see that all the time. And and I work with companies uh, that are evolving, growing, trying to figure out what uh, what they need to actually track. And being able to pull something out like this and say, hey, I want you to go through these and start getting ideas, I think is gonna be incredibly valuable. Uh, And so that's why I wanted to bring that up because I I just believe that having the examples uh, where you can thumb through them, look at opinions about how to use it, what are the, the, the positives the negatives and have three experts opinion on everything that you did Uh, I found to be incredibly valuable uh, myself and it it really helps those of us that don't deal in dashboard software all the time really start to make sense out of the data that we're given. So uh, well done in that regard. Uh, Now I I know people are going to want to connect with you guys and learn more about this but before we go any further why don't you tell our, our listeners. Uh, how they can uh, not only get a copy of the book but how they could connect with you guys Andy do you want to um, let go first
1: uh yeah so the uh, the main website people can go to is imaginatively named it is the or it is bigbookofdashboards.com that's bigbookofdashboards.com and there you can sign up to our newsletter and uh, also find out where to contact us individually uh, so, in our newsletter we're publishing these making these dashboards available for download, and the three of us are active bloggers and writers so we'll be sending out links to uh, some of the stuff we're doing as we continue uh on 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 the sort of the the, the post book uh experience um and something else we're doing is is workshops so again we people can go and sign up for the workshops we're doing uh by looking at that
0: site as well, bigbookofdashboards.com. Big bigbookofdashboards.com, and for those of you who happen to be exercising right now, as always, we will put that link directly in the post, so look for it and make sure that you go connect with uh, Steve and Andy and Jeffrey so that you can learn much more about dashboards because you're, you're gonna use the data because the value of the data is how you're gonna increase your profits and how you're going to be able to uh, make sure that you have exposure to those areas where you currently have a blind spot. And uh, this type Mm -hmm. of of technology can help you tremendously in making more money uh, in your business. Uh, Steve, uh, from your perspective, uh, I'd like for you to share, because of your uh, experience consulting, uh, tell your experience of just why is it so important and maybe give an example where uh, the data made a huge difference in a company
2: Wow that's a good question and I can't mention the two companies I mean I've, 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 I've enjoyed a, 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 a practice where I get to work with some great people at some great organizations but there were two cases in particular where until the the people i was working with really saw the data and then kind of had this jaw-dropping experience and then went to the most senior levels of management um, revealing the data i've seen in two cases totally changing not a department not a division, but an entire company changing its focus and, 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 and what it was doing. And it was because that, that, um, there were several people working with the data and coming up with ways to see it revealed stuff that was hidden. That, for me, that, that's the most exciting thing that you can do, is that within this field, which is we found something by visually inspecting it. We didn't know it was there. And it's, oh my gosh, and it it changed the course of two different organizations now you know that you know maybe you have three or four things like that in an entire career. I don't know, certainly, with all the other organizations they may not have something quite as um, 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 I don't want to say cataclysmic because it was wonderful, it wasn't uh. Uh, 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 horrific uh, something so monumental but you will have small things like that all the time and it's exciting.
0: No question about it and and it, it's not always about the, the big ahas anyway it's the small stuff that you didn't even really know about. Andy have you had similar oh, experiences with your clients? Uh,
1: yeah absolutely and I think that this is just some of the most exciting aspects of it you know what, what's amazing about a dashboard is a dashboard can answer a finite set of questions, right? And those finite set of questions are predetermined at the time that the dashboard is designed. And what some of, when we get our most exciting or excited customers telling about their insights, it's when they tell us a story about they were looking at a dashboard, they noticed something was wrong, and then they had the ability to sort of dive into the data, rip it apart, bring in new data, and explore to, to see and understand what, that thing they'd spotted was, and then literally in many cases saved millions of dollars. We've got an airline um, in in EMEA, They changed their engine production and saved millions of dollars after spotting something on the dashboard and then exploring it. And then there's a games company uh, in the Eastern Europe. Again, I mean their quote is great. It's like we were just looking at a dashboard one night, throwing some stuff around, and then whoa, we realised we had a profitability opportunity in Singapore. And then boom, off they went, implemented some stuff in Singapore. Big impact on the bottom line. So it, it's that it's, it's just that excitement that you see in customers' eyes when they use
0: dashboards as uh, springboards, I guess, to then jump into the unexpected questions. Awesome. Uh, Andy, uh, while you're talking, if you don't mind, uh, I, I would like for you uh, to address this question. What if I am uh, a leader of an organization and I've, I've got some questions, but I don't really know exactly where to start. What would be the first two things that you would tell uh, the, the leader to do to begin to be able to start toward the process of getting dashboard uh, a dashboard built to answer their questions? I'm sorry, was that to me or to Steve? That's for you.
1: Yeah. Um, so, the first thing is uh, check the questions they're answering, you know, why, why do you want to know that, right? And so make sure you've got to the root cause of the actual question you're answering. Then uh, ensure you have the data to answer that question. It's amazing how many people go, right, we're going to ask and answer this question. And they get all excited and then realize the data's not there. Uh, and that, that, that is a reality of life. But again, those kinds of things are changing. Uh, that's changing massively. And then the best way is not to start with a preset notation, a uh, preset um, idea of your end chart. Right? Don't think, I'm going to explore podcast listeners over time. You know, I'm just going to explore my podcast data, right? And then, so, so go down a path that you don't necessarily, you, you have a vague idea where you where your destination is, but explore that data freely. Um, and then, you know, you might get to that destination or you might find out something more interesting along the way. Uh, often, working in... Pads or groups, make it, you know, having one person who can drive the mouse, another person asking questions is a great way to explore data. Uh, yeah, so I think don't, don't start with preset ideas of your end point, um, and also try and make sure the data is in a good shape before you start.
0: Very cool. Now, Steve, uh, what would you add to Andy's comments here?
2: Boy, it's, it's, he did an awfully good job covering it, but I just found myself, uh, you know, thinking about uh, the moment he said, you know, podcast. Uh, over time, was just thinking about all the data that that may be sitting uh, for your consumption you know, which, which podcast got the most listeners, which one led to more activity on the website or more engagements. You know, I'm thinking uh, when you were saying, oh, those of you who are listening to this guy exercising, and immediately I'm thinking of, um, gee, how many people are on a treadmill versus how many people are on an elliptical versus how many people are running in the park, or how many people have severe insomnia and hoping this will cure it, um, <laughs> or at least uh, <laughs> temporarily take care of it for that, 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 that one time so the 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 you know the idea is you um you know part of what I like about the particular tool that 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 I use for the, you know this and Andy and certainly Jeff tableau is that you can you can you know, in, instead of being mired in the okay here's this particular question we want to answer, and it's going to take a day or two to create a report it's Oh, I have got a better thing I want to explore, and I want to see is there something interesting going in on, on there? And if if let's say you're looking at your podcast listeners, and there's this giant you know increase one week, and you're going, well, what happened there? You know, oh, you know, um, so that we we got promotion about this, or we had a uh, um, uh, and someone who's really famous on the podcast, or something like that. Um, uh, the the m- as Andy also points out, you see something like that, a surprise. It's like, wait a minute, there are all these dots over here, and there's that one dot over there. What's (laughs) that one dot doing over there? And you want to know, well, why did that happen? So a good dashboard should foster as many questions as
0: it answers. That's a a great point. And uh, we we do, in fact, look at our data for that reason, uh, no question about it. Uh, now, in, in terms of uh, Tableau, uh, you you mentioned it, so uh, why don't you, uh, I believe it's spelled T-A-B-L-E-A-U, is that correct, Tableau software? That's right. And yep. how can people find out more about Tableau that, that are like me and novices don't know anything about it?
1: Uh, yeah, well, the, the Tableau.com, that's uh, our homepage. You can go there and download our our products for free. Start free trials. Tableau Desktop is where most people start, and that that's an application you install to Windows, or You install on Mac or Windows, and it allows you to connect to any business data from CSV, Excel up to Google BigQuery. So whatever size of your data, small or big, Tableau can connect to it. Once you've got connected, uh, then you're free to just drag and drop dimensions around, you know, you're not writing code, you're not writing script, you can't break the data, you just explore. Uh, and there's lots and lots of training videos that make it really easy to pick up and learn. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Tableau.com is, is, and you can download a free trial from there.
0: No worries, I wanna and uh, include a link uh, to uh, Tableau as well, uh, just to make it easy for, uh, for our listeners that are interested. Uh, Great. so in, uh, in closing guys, uh, Steve, I'll start with you. Uh, what would be the, the one piece of advice that if you were, you were, t- uh, to say, Hey, I learned this a long time ago and I want to share it with you right now. What's that one thing that you'd want listeners to take away from, uh, from our discussion today?
2: Oh, you mean having to do with uh, data and dashboards and things like that? Well, not you can uh, answer anyway. You want? I'm not, <laughs> not restricting not you. A, <laughs> not a <laughs> not, not philosophy of, uh, of 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 life. Um, probably, it's really hard to to pick one thing, but um, get feedback. Get, get have others um, seek. Help from others to make what you're doing better. Get mm-hmm. feedback and iterate and look at this as mm-hmm. an evolving, uh, evolving process.
0: That's a, that's a good statement. That, uh, I would, uh, would it be fair if I said uh, be curious?
2: Oh, oh, oh my God.
0: Uh, yeah, that
2: would, that would certainly be fair.
0: Okay, yeah. so be curious. Start getting feedback. Talk to other people. Find out what's really going on. Uh, that, I love that piece of advice and certainly one that I can take. Andy, uh, how about yourself? What what one piece of advice uh, would you like to give us?
1: Uh, I, I think the seek feedback was my first choice, but my second one would be view your data analysis as an evolution, you know, it, it never ends. You know, the question you asked about your podcast data yesterday, next week, you might have a subtly different question. Or if you were trying to solve a problem about your podcast, maybe there was a problem, you might build a dashboard to monitor until you solve that problem. And once that problem's solved, throw it away because you don't need more dashboards than you can handle. Uh, so, you know, any business, the questions evolve and your data
0: uh, presentation should evolve too. Awesome. Great, great advice, guys. Uh, I want to thank you uh, for joining us today. Uh, Our uh, guests today have been co-authors Steve Wexler and Andy Cottgreave. They are the co-authors with Jeffrey Schaefer of The Big Book of Dashboards. and I highly recommend this book to you. You should put it in your library. You should look through it. Uh, Be curious yourself, and I tell you, you're going to find some things you're like, huh, didn't know that. And I think it'll help all of us. So, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. And we wish you continued success, not only with the book, but also in helping all of us understand all of the data that we have around us each and every day. Thank Thank you. Steve here, and one last reminder. I want to thank you for listening to the show, and want to encourage you, go over to mojouniversity.com. Before you forget it, make sure you sign up for our training site, and let me be your teacher this year. I promise you, you're going to be successful. You're going to love it. Go to mojouniversity.com and sign up today.